Hi everyone, this is Tammy. And this is Kat. And welcome back to Growing Sprouts Podcast. Yay! Just wanted to quickly share, in this episode, I may be coughing quite a bit, or it might sound a little choppy because I can't Stop coughing because I finally caught COVID. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> it finally caught her. And so yes. please excuse any, you know, lack of, I mean, better I don't know, editing quality as we cut out any uh, major coughs because she is still recovering, even though she has tested negative. She's out of the bad zone, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, so this is probably my day 15. I mm. tested negative on day 13. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe my math is not right. Honestly, let's like, just call yeah. it my little brain fog. But yeah, honestly, the time <laughs> pass is kind of weird when you're like sick with COVID and quarantining. So, you know, it's okay. The days don't matter. <laughs> the unfortunate thing is, I currently live with my family so my parents also caught covid and it was just like a whole quarantine house with the exception of my little brother who is still healthy and has still not caught covid so yay him he should go (laughs) buy a lottery ticket during this time it really made me think a lot about like wow in these moments i kind of do wish i lived alone (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We've talked about this before, too, where you wouldn't really be too scared if you caught COVID, right? If you lived by yourself, because you could quarantine by yourself, and you don't have to worry about getting anyone else sick. But you know, everyone has different living situations. And so today we wanted to talk about a little bit of our different experiences, you know, living with family, living with roommates, living by ourselves. So as I mentioned before, I currently live with my family. And Tammy, what is your living situation? Currently, I am living by myself, technically. <laughs> well, because like I read this uh, a section, like kind of like an in-law unit of a house. So there's like a family who owns the house, um, but part of this house has like a separated area, kind of like an ADU, but attached to the house so it has like a one bedroom living room situation and so I live here by myself but you know I used to live with my family obviously growing up and then I moved to college I had roommates um, throughout the four years and then I moved back home actually so I was with my parents too and now I'm living by myself and then what about you Kat what has your living situation been like I lived with my family before going to college. And then after going to college, I actually my first year of college, I had a single. So I kind of lived on my own, but not really because I did have like roommates. Mm -hmm. And then after that, yeah, sweet mates, like people who lived in the same like vicinity. Mm -hmm. Our college was a little weird with the setup of our dorms. And then by my second and third and fourth year, I always had a roommate and I lived with some of my um, best friends. And then after college, you moved back home, right? Yeah. And after college, I've moved back home and I've been here since. (laughs) So wait, let's go back because like you back 
before even college, what was your situation like? Because you didn't have your own room, right? Before? Yeah. So I have a relatively big family. So I have an older brother, an older sister, and a younger brother. And then growing up, my house was a two bedroom. So the living situation has always been a little funky. So like, like, yeah, I like always shared a room first. I like, I think I like slept with my parents for a while Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. until my parents were like, get out of here. (laughs) But they were only like, get out of here because my little brother was born. (laughs) So he ended up sleeping with my parents. Yeah. And then I moved in with my sister. And honestly, maybe I can't even remember like, where did my older brother sleep? Because he (laughs) did sleep with us. Um, And then we got our house remodeled and then we added like two more rooms. So it became a four bedroom house, but I still didn't have my own room. My little brother actually got his own room and I shared with my sister. Oh, maybe because you're like a girl. And so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have always kind of shared my room and my space with my family. And it was very interesting because I remember... It's like so funny when I think about it, but I think my junior year of high school, my birthday came up and you know what I really, really wanted? I was like, can I get a desk in my room, mom and dad? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because I never had a desk. Yeah, I think I asked for that too as a kid. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. because like of the space in our household, I never had a desk to do my work I would always Mm -hmm. do it on the dining room table or Mm -hmm. like on my bed and then finally my parents like got a hand-me-down desk for me Mm -hmm. it was like really ugly it's like one of those desks where you put like your whole computer and your monitors and it has like all those sections and stuff like that I think you just got it like news and then I have it was my first desk and I was so happy I was like oh my my grades are gonna get so much better (laughs) I finally have like my own desk I like that's what you worried about or like what you thought about of getting your own desk like oh I'm gonna improve my crazy <laughs> yeah high school me was a very different person but yeah living at home it was just a lot of it was cramped but it was fun mm. and that's why like because I grew up with a big family with a lot of yeah. noise uh-huh. it helped me be a better roommate when I moved mm. to college if that makes sense I can sense. see that <laughs> no yeah I can see that too I mean like I also grew up with a house not big enough you know for everyone to have their own spaces so I kind of get that and then also I didn't really think much though of living with others it was just deal with whatever is there and so I guess I wasn't as conscious either like first moving out but yeah I didn't have my own room either I slept with my parents until I was pretty old at least maybe seven years old because there was only three bedrooms and I have two siblings so they each got a room and my parents got a room so I slept with them and then one day or not one day but like eventually I was like I wish I could sleep outside or like whatever and then my siblings would also be like Tammy stop sleeping with mom and dad and I'm like where else am I gonna sleep you know like there's just no space but eventually I also moved into my sister's room and so I just shared a bed with my sister I didn't really have my own room like everything was hers I just shared the bed and my stuff was all over the house so I had a random desk that eventually my family got for me because I you know, needed a desk for school or whatnot. And they had it in the living room. I had all my like supplies and stationary stuff in the living room. I had my clothes in the closet, like the linen closet 
in the hallway. So it was just a matter of like squeezing in somewhere and having to deal with it, especially as the youngest sibling for me. I just had to accept what was given to me and share whatever I could. But eventually my sister did move out. And so I kind of took over her room, but it wasn't still really mine because a lot of her stuff was still there. It was like her remodeling, her repainting and whatever in her furniture. So I just kind of dealt with whatever was there and it was a mess until a really long time. Um, But yeah, I think firstly, I didn't pay attention too much because I had to tolerate stuff. And so I didn't think it was a huge deal living with other people. And so when yeah. I finally moved to college, I decided I was like, well, it's fine. I'll just do a three, like a triple situation because it was cheaper. Also, I was like, well, if I shared a room before. It shouldn't be too bad. <laughs> um, but I was wrong after some time. <laughs> but yeah, so like that was my first, like when I moved to college, my first living situation was actually a triple. So I stayed in a roommate situation, whereas you went to a single, right? Yeah. And so was- how was living having your own room for the first time it was interesting so I my sister also moved out when I was in high school sometimes Mm. so then in similar to you I adopted a lot of the things in our room because it was always more her room Mm. even though we shared a room and same with you I just kind of tolerated everything and I just did I just didn't realize like oh most people it's not like this for everybody but I was just like oh I finally have my own room and like even though nothing makes sense in this room and there's like a bunch of different closets and wardrobes because my dad loved to bring things home when I was younger he would like whenever uh-huh. he saw like a new wardrobe on the street or something he would like uh-huh. come home with it and like fix it up so I had like two three wardrobes in my uh, like, room yeah. and things like that so like just things that didn't make sense but I was just like oh whatever so when I did go to college I got really lucky because I actually requested a double as my oh. first choice uh-huh. and then a, s- a single and uh-huh. then I ended up with a single mm. and in the end I decided it was okay because I like had a lot of anxiety living with other people at first because I wasn't sure if I would like click with them and like whatever but when I moved into my single it was another world for me what do you mean was it weird or was it good it was crazy like I felt so guilty I remember Mm. having these thoughts so much like I was like Uh I have my own room I have a desk that's mine I have a bed that's mine I have the whole closet I've never had a big closet and like Mm. even the dorms like the closet was big but I was like I have my own closet I have the minimal things I have like this is like the American TV room and for the first time in my life I was able to decorate the room how I wanted I like bought bedding for what I wanted it to be and like Mm -hmm. for the first time like I don't know if you've ever been to like my freshman room yeah but I like decorated it I had lights I had pictures and I was like I worked really hard to make my room my room Mm -hmm. and I guess that was like my first experience in having my own like space and it Mm. felt really nice except the way our college was it was kind of like you live with a lot of different roommates yeah so so our college instead of one big hallway of dorm rooms it was divided by suites so each suite had six rooms and uh, it could be a a variety of living arrangements but each of the rooms can have either one two or 
three people. And so Kat's room was like the single and then the others were either like single or triple, I think, right? Or double. Yeah. So I think my suite, we were lucky, but I also think I always joke around with one of my suite mates because I think we were all the early board mm, because yeah. um, that's why we had like the best location mm. of the dorms. Like we hardly had to do any walking to get out. And our suite only had 10 girls. And I think other suites had up to like 12 to 14. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was interesting because our suite was really close. And I think I just got along well with a lot of my suite mates to the point where I felt like I didn't have a single anymore. Uh Because like I was a pretty open person. So I never Uh had my room locked. Uh So like everyone would just like walk Walk? in. And if I locked my door, they would be confused. Mm -hmm. And I remember there was like a time where, because I'm a really introverted person and sometimes I just need my own space. I pretended I wasn't home. (laughs) I like locked my door and I turned off my lights Uh and I was just like in my bed silent where if you walked by, you would think that I wasn't home. And I remember I finally was like, okay, this is so awkward now because I think they were worried because I was like a freshman. It was still like early on in the quarter. So they're like, where could she be right now? So <laughs> like I realized like, oh shoot, I got so many t- calls and texts from them and I could hear them outside worrying. Talking <laughs> about you. <laughs> they're like, where is she? Like she hasn't been home. Like she's not responding. And I was like, oh, this is awkward now. Like I remember panicking. I was like, it's so awkward. I can't just like come out now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just like stayed in. I was like, what should I do? Like, should I go outside? And I forgot what I did. I think I'm pretty like, I'm pretty sure I just pretended I was like asleep. Asleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But yeah, living Wait, you with all- others. <laughs> but you also talked about like feeling guilty for the first time, like having your own space. Is it part of like Asian guilt? I feel like you have experiences feeling guilty a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it was just because, like, growing up, my family wasn't very affluent and we did have to, like, share a lot. Yeah. So it was just, like, something kind of like, oh, this is like, I'm living a very different life than my family right now. In this nice city, La Jolla, I have all these things to my to myself. I have my own room. I have my own things. I have, like, a freaking dining hall plan and I think I just felt like wow like me my life here in San Diego is so different from my life at home mm-hmm. my parents and my brother they're still stuck in this life if that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah. so I just felt kind of like uncomfortable because it was like the first time in my life that I was experiencing these new new things mm-hmm. and it helped because one of my roommates or like sweet mates, she mm-hmm. felt the same way as me because oh. she and it was more interesting because she was sharing a room with others she lived in a triple mm-hmm. but even oh. for her she kind of had a similar situation as me back home but she shared with even more people so she's like yeah I like feel I have so much stuff I have my own desk I have my own closet so it was like an interesting thing and I was 18 it was like my first time out in the world and I think it's just like shocking to like I don't know it felt like my life changed overnight with living yeah yeah how did you how were you feeling moving out like were you feeling nervous at all about moving out by yourself for the first time or was it kind of an exciting period of time besides like you know obviously feeling guilty about it I think it was a mix so the reason why I chose to go to San Diego is because I felt like it was close enough but far enough so I didn't particularly feel anything and the day I was moving the day I moved in I was at my family home 
And I remember sitting in the room that I like grew up in and I looked around and I started crying. I was like, this is it. Little did I know like four years later, (laughs) I would be back. But in that moment, I felt so sad. And then when I moved into the dorm and my parents dropped off my stuff, they like gave me a hug. And then when they left, I literally closed my door. I sat on my bed, looked at my new room, and I just started sobbing again. It was weird. How was moving in for you? Yeah, I mean, like, I think I had, okay, not as dramatic, but. Well, we know that I'm dramatic, okay? (laughs) Um, I think I have told you before in person, or maybe we talked about it briefly, but I don't remember the exact feelings of getting ready to move. I know I was packing still late into the night uh, and my room was definitely not empty because I also didn't move too far where I couldn't go home very easily, but not too close where it was super accessible to go home and back for my parents to come. And so I knew that I could slowly move my things. I didn't take everything, especially because my room had a lot of stuff, like half mine, half my sister. So it wasn't really empty. But when I moved to college, uh, my whole family actually moved with me. So my parents, my brother and sister came down with me to help drop off things. After I had a pretty late move-in time, actually, it was the very last day that people could move in. And they dropped me off. They helped me bring my stuff into my room. We just left things there. And then we went to go get brunch. Uh, we had some leftovers. I came back. I took the leftovers since it would could just be another meal for me. I put it in my fridge. And after they left, they like handed me over two notebooks. And they like it was a, a gift from that my sister thought of. She gave me like two notebooks, you know, so I could use. And then one of them my parents, like my family actually wrote in it. Like, so they wrote me notes before I left. And so I finally like sat down to read it. And okay, I'm like ending my period. So I'm like, just kind of emotional right now. But I started reading it and it was in Vietnamese for my parents, at least. I don't even remember like what is in it. I'm pretty sure I still have it somewhere in my house. But it made me like tear up because it was just kind of sad that I was moving out. And then, and of course, my brother's note to me was like, good luck, have fun type of like super short message. But my parents and my sister wrote me like at least a couple pages. Um, So it was really sweet to like have. But I was kind of sad because I think I felt like lonely. I didn't know what to do. I was like, ooh, like, this is like a brand new place. I'm hungry. I don't even know how to use the dining hall. (laughs) Like, uh, what do I do? And I was like, oh, I have like leftovers. So I had a fridge like that. I brought a mini fridge. So that was nice. And then at least my roommate was also kind of feeling the same way. And we're both kind of like shy and lost. We're like, hey, did you like eat yet? Like, and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, what did you eat? And she's like, oh, yeah, I got pizza. It's like grab slice from like the dining hall and she was she's Indian so she was eating a lot of vegetarian at the time and so there were a lot of options either she's like yeah I'm just eating eating a lot of like cheese pizza <laughs> and so we like talked about and so we grabbed I think we grabbed like dinner or whatever we went out together like the next day to the dining hall together so that was like my first mo- moving experience like leaving the nest being on my own for like the first time too so mm. it was also a tearful one <laughs> (laughs) 
you also lived with an actual roommate in your room and then you still lived with other people well first actually did you get to choose these roommates throughout the years okay yeah so my first year I didn't get to choose my roommates or the people that I was living in the suite with I remember a couple weeks before our move-in day, we were all emailed like a list of names. I don't know if you remember that. And I remember once I got that list of names and I found out I was in a single, I was like, who are these people? So I tried to Facebook stalk all of them to Mm -hmm. kind of like gauge who they were. I don't think I added them as friends though. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's the type of person I am. Oh, no, I know why. It's because after, I don't know why I suddenly, like, deleted my Facebook. Oh. <laughs> you know me. She's, she's, I the queen of, she's like the queen of making and deleting social media. So. Yeah. I, like, hate social media, but then I know I need it. And then I, like, go on it. And then I'm like, I hate it. But I'm sorry. I'm totally backtracking. <laughs> anyway. So I didn't pick these people and I didn't know them. So when I moved in, I really didn't know what to expect. And... My first year of college, I learned that a lot of us were so different, which made things kind of hard sometimes because a lot of us had different backgrounds and came from different places. So it took a lot of like understanding and patience as well. Mm -hmm. And I had a single and I think even my first year, I had some difficult moments where I had to like... I was like, I have to be patient. Like My first year, just like people's privilege, I guess, or like the way they talk to other people. I don't know. It was just, it was different. Was it like their personalities, basically? Like, was it living styles or like um, the personality? And I think it was more of a personality thing because technically with their living style, no one really had to clash with mine because I had my own space. And then we had like a community bathroom. So mm-hmm. like, and the good thing about living at the dorms the first year is that we had someone come in every day and clean our oh, space. Yeah. Like that was very That's fortunate because maybe things That's would true. have been different if we didn't mm-hmm. have that, right? Mm-hmm. So we never really had to worry about like cleaning the bathrooms or really cleaning the co- communal space because someone did that for us. So I don't think it was really like living style that affected the vibes of the suite but it was a lot of like personality you know that actually makes a lot of sense because if yeah, I mean obviously you're living with random people and sometimes if you can't even be friends with them how can you share a very intimate space with them and feel comfortable right so yeah I feel like it's not just living styles I guess too it's personality and like that changes your environment a lot. Like I think my one of my friends too had that experience where after certain roommates moved out of the house, everyone kind of felt a big weight off their shoulder and they felt relief. And that's when they could, you know, bring other friends over and like feel more relaxed at home. And you kind of want that in your living environment. You don't want to be stressed out all the time from having a personality of someone else kind of affecting your life right so that makes sense it's like more than just living habits it's also personality of people i think my freshman year is when i got like commitment issues (laughs) what commitment issues with like living with people or just like committing to things because by november i was already feeling certain ways about mm. people and I felt yeah. like oh I don't think I could live with certain people next oh, year oh yeah 
And people were already talking about like, oh, next year, like when we live together at the apartment, we'll have a kitchen and we'll be able to cook together. So they were already like casually saying that we would live together next year. Yeah. And it was so awkward because I like in that moment, I realized like I can never say like I'm not one to like lie a lot. So I was like, (laughs) I would never say like, oh, yeah, I'd just be like, okay, or I never commit to it. But then a couple of my sweet meats they already like we're like yeah next year when we live together blah 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 blah. and then by the time that um selections of roommates came Mm -hmm. I like had a serious talk with the girl I wanted to be my roommate and I was like hey do you really want to live with them and And I was like because I don't want to live with them and if we're gonna live with them I'll just live on my own and in that (laughs) moment she realized like oh my gosh so they had to have like a very uncomfortable talk about how we weren't gonna live with them yeah and okay I was a little I was a little shit and I like feel so bad now that I like think about it I go back and I like feel so bad because I was very scared of like I was very scared of confrontation yes so I told my friend like hey I never committed so I'm I'm just not living with them like I'm not I never committed so this is on you like (laughs) If you don't want to live with them, you need to tell them that you aren't going to live with them because I've never said I would live with them. And Mm -hmm. in that time, like it was true. I've never said I would live with them. And she was the one who had committed to living with them. So you need to have this serious talk on your own. (laughs) <laughs> and I remember the oh day that God. she had the talk she like uh-huh. I like wasn't home I was like you gotta do it girl oh my gosh that's so funny I mean talk about yeah I mean I think that's like that comes down to communication right like the the other roommates were just assuming that you wanted to live together first so that was like one level where they should have asked you if that's something you even want and then second of all of course like having to go back and say like hey I don't I actually don't want to like live with you or like communicating what you actually want and you just avoided it completely like yeah because I was like I've never agreed to live with these people ever like they've been casually being like next year when we have a kitchen we'll do this and I've never I like my friend like even was like yeah you would always be quiet like I would never say anything I feel bad to this day I'm like I should have been there with her and like just been in that conversation with her (laughs) you live and you learn okay you live and you learn I mean like I think that's like when we're so young it's really hard to like express if you're not used to communicating very directly then it's gonna be really difficult and same because like even with my roommates and stuff like that it was not like really a big deal, but just little things like chores and stuff like that. I probably wasn't the best roommate because of some miscommunication. But if we just, you know, establish certain rules or like set agreements with each other to do certain things, obviously communication always helps. But when you're young and living on your own for the first time, it's really ha- hard to have those conversations if you've never done it before. And no one's there to teach you, hey, you should have these conversations. Actually, we did have RAs who would try to teach us, but then I feel like they weren't very like effective. You know, it was just like, hey, make sure you talk about these things. And are you guys agreeing on this and this or this? And then that was it. But like on an everyday level, there's like more communication that needs to happen. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's very interesting. It's pretty funny. Yeah. So my second year, I did have a roommate. 
Um, yeah. But we're very compatible. She's one of my best friends to this day. The thing about us is that we can sleep through anything. It's because she also grew up in a similar situation as me where we just shared our space with a lot of people. It yeah. was always loud. So like we can live, we can, we can sleep through the light, the dark, yeah. TV. Um, and it's so funny because we both like to fall asleep to watching TV or something. So sometimes yeah. I would wake up and like her laptop's on her like <laughs> stomach and my laptop's on my stomach. And we're just like knocked out watching TV. From sophomore to fourth year to the end of college, I actually chose the people I lived with. And that made my living experience great. I have no complaints. I think every now and then there were some things I had to work out because mm-hmm. a lot of my friends are more passive. So we really had to overcome that. Like, I just did not know how to be, what is it, direct? Yeah. Direct. <laughs> I'm so passive that I only know passive and passive aggression. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it was a growing experience to learn how to communicate better and to not be passive all the time. Living with others was fun. It was, it was difficult because I think I was living with my best friends, right? Mm-hmm. And by my third year, I was living with like a lot of my close friends, that I would hang out with regularly mm-hmm. and it was hard because I remember having a challenge where I was like I feel like I'm just hanging out with them all the time I need to like just live does that make sense like do things on your own yeah because the people I lived with at the end of my college it was people I would like hang out with regularly yeah, yeah. so they weren't my roommates before but like I would leave my house to go hang out with them all the time. So when we started living together, in my head, I had to like have a mental reset where I was like, we cannot hang out all the time. Like, why? (laughs) No, because I felt like every single second that was with them, we had to go out. We had to like go to dinner. We had to do something and have an activity. But then I realized like, wait, no, like I need time to like chill and just Mm. have a place that is my own. Because I had that my first and second year where I would hang out with them, but I would go back to my own space, right? Uh, So I think that was like the mental reset I needed. Because it was really awkward because I was like living with my best friend in a room. And I was like, I can't always be talking to her. That's weird. (laughs) I don't want to always be talking to her. So that was it. (laughs) So weird. I mean, I half get it. Like where you shouldn't have to feel obligated to hang out and talk, but you shouldn't have to prevent yourself from spending that time together. I think it's also because I'm just like a very out of sight, out of mind person. And I think that's why like moving out of college was hard for me too, because suddenly I went from seeing my best friends all the time and hanging with them all the time to like living apart from them and when I lived apart from them I like really did not feel the need to talk to anybody and Um, I remember we had like a big like thing about that where we had to really work through our friendship because that's just the type of person I am it's my toxic trait but sorry we can talk about that later (laughs) how was your living situation (laughs) I was still living with random people or I had a mix I had pretty much different roommates every single year of college and a lot of the times or like there was only one roommate that I didn't know eventually it was like completely random after my first year and I can be kind of passive or like not really addressing especially if I kind of care about them but if they're a total stranger and I really don't care about them and I'm like just trying to get a point across then I will just kind of bluntly say it so I had one random roommate who would like was really particular about things like she would sleep at 
like in college, I slept really late. So 12 a.m. was pretty early for me, but she would sleep around 12 a.m. like consistently and she was a really light sleeper. So I had to be really careful about going into the room. But granted that year, I wasn't even home a lot because I was dating someone at the time. And so I'd go over to his place a lot and she didn't want any guests over. So I could never bring him over at all. And so the one or two times that I was actually back at my place and sleeping I accidentally like made a noise and I was because I was trying to get ready and like put things away and she woke up and she was like can you stop and like do whatever you need to do in the morning and I was just like what the fuck um I was like just so pissed and she just wasn't a great roommate in general like and it was very difficult because like she wasn't trying to understand where I was coming from and like I was trying my best to accommodate to her but well, not really the other way around. I slept near the window and so I would keep it closed and I have a small fan there, if, especially if it was raining or something. And one weekend she kept like opening the window and it got my bed wet. And so my other roommate, who is actually my friend who lived in the same like apartment, but a different room, she told me when I was away for the weekend and I had to text her be like, hey, make sure you like close the window because it was raining. And I warned her before that it was going to rain so to keep it closed. And then um, my friend was like, hey, it's still open. Do you want me to just go in and close it? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so she, my friend went into my room and closed it when my actual roommate just like left it open and didn't listen to what I was asking her to do for me. And so part of it, it's like you can communicate, but you also have to actually respect and agree with what your roommate wants and stuff like that too and come to a compromise. But it was hard when that like another person isn't willing to. And so I feel like there's just like a lot of communication that had to be done that wasn't really done, honestly. Like we kind of all just tolerated things too and like did like passively just let things go and just dealt with it but I think after I moved back home like it kind of stayed that way like even though I don't have like any new roommates I was living now with my parents and my brother and we're all adults and my parents I don't mind too much because I'm used to them and obviously they're my parents I'm gonna like try to listen to them for a bit but I realized living with my brother was such a pain in the butt so <laughs> I think we have different living styles and we're very we have also very different personalities and so even if I wanted to communicate something he's not the type to talk about things and he would misconstrue what people are trying to say and so yeah I feel like again it's like not just living styles I think before I used to really think oh I just need someone with the same living style but it's also really like personality and I can't live with someone whose personality is too stubborn or not willing to actually compromise about things and so as long as people like we're understanding of each other then I think it's okay because I considered living or moving out with my friends and I talked about it and I think before I used to be scared of living with certain people because I feel like our living styles would be too different and it would ruin the friendship but as I'm like getting older I realized oh as long as we can actually talk about it and discuss it and maturely like resolve whatever the differences are then it's actually okay if our living styles are a little bit different and we have like enough space for ourselves yeah I agree I think it's like definitely more about like just respecting each other's space 
Yeah, to a large degree, because I can't say that everyone I lived with had the same living style as me. Mm -hmm. Um, We all had our own like, we had to compromise a lot and Mm -hmm. whatnot. But personality, yeah, living style is a thing. (laughs) But yeah, it's like partial. It's like a partial thing. But like if your personalities clash, it makes things so much worse than just the living styles. I think I'm just honestly now realizing that, like, as we're talking about it. Yeah, because yeah, I have, like, a friend right now that she shares a place with two roommates. Mm-hmm. And prior to moving in, she let them know that she was going to move in with the cat that she oh, had. Uh-huh. And then after she brought her cat, like, all of a sudden, her roommates were like, I don't want the cat there. What? Like, and then she had to, like, bring her cat back to her family's house. And so that's a personality thing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Like, it's just weird because, I don't know, I don't know. It's, like, really hitting me hard right now for some reason that, because I was really stuck on, I don't want to live with someone with a difficult living style compared to me because I am pretty relaxed about how I live like I also can sleep through a lot of things like light noise and stuff like that but other people can't and I understand that and I don't want that to interfere because to be honest I am the type of person who has like 10 alarms in the morning and I I know (laughs) and so I can be really annoying so I know that because obviously I've had roommates we go out and travel together and we slept in the same bed I've had significant others (laughs) <laughs> and family oh, I'll, I'll try them in I don't think it's annoying I think it's funny <laughs> <But laughs> well it's because... it can be annoying to some people you know yeah like, depending on how loud it, certain things are and you know yeah yeah like if people can't like go back to sleep easy but for me I I remember I shared a bed with Tammy when we went to Joshua Tree and we stayed <laughs> the night and girl I was so confused she had so many alarms I didn't even set an alarm and she had so many alarms so I would wake up with her alarms but I would glance over and this girl doesn't even open her eyes she literally just reaches over touches her phone turns off her alarm and goes back to sleep like it didn't ring she <laughs> It's like there's no effort to turning off her alarm. So I was like, this is why. This is why she doesn't wake up because it's like, <laughs> it's not, I am not a, a morning for her. Person. The, the thing is that it's not even a struggle for you to turn off your alarm. You literally just do it so nonchalant. I don't know if it's still a thing, but I remember in that moment, I was so shook. I was like, what? This is not even considered an alarm now. It's yeah, like basically just like, <laughs> like it was as easy as like flipping my hair. <laughs> No, yeah, I think not too much has changed, but yeah, I can't say too much has changed. It's changed a little bit in a sense where, okay, we don't have to talk about this, but like, I'm just going to say like, not too much has changed, but like, I've gotten like just slightly better, but it still happens because Apple has like this feature. I have an iPhone and it has this feature where it could like slowly wake you up. And I was using an app to do that for a while, but then Apple just does it. And it automatically like, there's like snooze alarms. So if you press something, it's going to ring again later. And so I don't set 10 alarms now. I might set like three, <laughs> but yeah, it's 
it's like really easy for me to sleep through a lot of things and I just don't want that to bother people you know if I live with them and I think now it's a little bit better because I personally don't ever want to share an actual room with someone and as long as like the person and I have our own space it should be relatively okay but I definitely don't want to be living with someone who whose personality I can't get along with if I don't want to be friends with them I don't want to be roommates with them and so I actually talked to one of my high school friends about like us potentially living together because even though we know that we are different we're waking up and stuff like that and sometimes she's a sensitive sleeper but it's okay and then also just like cleanliness wise like I am not super dirty and I've gotten like cleaner over the years but I'm also not the neatest like I'm not gonna keep my place completely organized like all the time especially when I just can't sometimes and I like having an organized space and like aesthetic space but in a shared area then I'll you know try to be respectful of that but in my own room or whatever I'm gonna be whatever about it and she's kind of the opposite where she does I think sometimes have like like a slightly cleaner or better habit of putting things away than me but ultimately we feel like it kind of is okay because our friendship is first and I'm she's more passive than me but at least I feel comfortable talking to her about it and she's like grown a lot to also be able to talk about things and at least like we know we're gonna try to stay friends and like be okay with each other and make it a good environment for both of us if we did decide to live together like we're not planning to at the moment at least because it's just not quite feasible (laughs) but yeah I think yeah it's a lot of communication and figuring things out Hi, this is Kat popping in and also COVID free. (laughs) Since we rambled on a bit long, we decided to cut the episode into two parts. Tune in to episode four to hear more about living alone and with a partner. 